When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Talking City podcast. I'm Charlotte Dunker and I'm joined again by Simon Badzkowski and we have made it to Hong Kong. Yes, yes we have and uh, I feel like this podcast should start with an apology. I agree. Um, Because we did record a podcast um, after Manchester City's first game of the tour against West Ham looking at some of the talking points for that and how they'd settled in China and a few other things and due to an administrative error. A common feature on this tour already. Um, yeah, it never saw the light of day. So uh, so sorry about that. We will have, try and go over some of that ground but a lot has happened since City have played another game and they've left China so there's there are a lot of things to talk about. There are. So looking back at China, we'll move on to Hong Kong at the end. Um, who would you say the real winners and losers were? Um, winners and losers. I think the first City played Wolves in the final, having beaten West Ham. It was a, West Ham was a very convincing performance. You had a few youngsters doing well. Taylor Howard, Bellis and Tommy Doyle looked very good. And Giancarlo Pervader. Um, was good against was Wolves. good against Wolves yeah and then Wolves was a bit more the first team started against Wolves uh, and they were the first half yeah very impressive yeah really I think it took 25 minutes for Wolves to even get into their area and they barely had a touch of the ball they couldn't string three passes together yeah, it was it was phenomenal, and Wolves are a decent side, aren't they? So yeah, and, and this and they play they're, they're ahead in their pre-season preparations. Yeah, they're playing Europa League qualifier this week, I think. Yeah, who knows what day it is, but I think they're playing this week. <laughs> so it, yeah, it was, and it was so practical yeah, their, their their level was up there, but I also thought there was still a couple of youngsters that were in there. Yeah, Bernabe and Pervader, Pervader. Yeah. and you wouldn't have known, would you? That no, no, and that's. It's kind of what these summers are key for, just bringing them up to that level and saying you can play at that standard. Um, but maybe one of the reasons you wouldn't have known is because Kevin De Bruyne was so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, um, if you haven't seen the clip yet of him pinging that ball to to Leroy Sane, just watch it and watch it on loop because it it was he was ludicrously good, wasn't he? Yeah, so good. Um, just. You know, it's a it's a pleasure to watch when he's he's playing like that, and uh, and because of course he had so many injury problems last season. So we asked um, Pep Guardiola after the game and said, you know, it must be like having a new signing back. And he sort of said, well, it's like having what what he has seen from De Bruyne since he's come back this summer is what he saw from him when he came back in 2017, which was the form that that won City the league with 100 points basically so I mean that is De Bruyne Guardiola must feel like the biggest winner but De Bruyne that's because De Bruyne looks so good I think 
Yeah, and I think it's easy to forget after everything City won last year how little he actually played. Yeah. I think when we were digging the stats out, all of us were a bit surprised that mm, he... It was, it was 11 league starts. Yeah, for the whole the whole campaign. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of avid City fans out there who remember every single, every single stat there is, but I'm pretty sure a lot of them would be surprised that it was that low. Yeah. And yeah. if City wet, managed to win the domestic treble last season without him, if he can take <laughs> that form into next season and not get injured yeah Liverpool should be worried there's also signs of a more understanding already between uh, Kevin De Bruyne and Rodri as well yeah well the first because you don't know what we said about Rodri after the first game was (laughs) after the deleted podcast Charlotte absolutely slaughtered him I didn't slaughter him. <laughs> no, no, but he wasn't. He I looked just rusty, said, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, it was a rusty performance. Yeah, and when new new signings come in, everyone's desperate to see them. Yeah, and everyone's desperate to get excited. As we said, he the role he's expected to play within this team isn't necessarily an excited role. He's got to go under the radar. Yeah, and that's what he did against Wolves. But yes, against West Ham, it wasn't like wow, you can see why they wanted him yeah not and that's be, probably been unfair to him because it's the first game of pre-season yeah training. yeah uh, yeah but you've got, but you've got to take that in because like you know the during the game against West Ham I think Angelino was trending because um, he made the error for West Ham's penalty and there was a lot of people say oh Rodri what's he doing he's rubbish and all this and that you know I'd, I'd be interested to see what, what those same people said against Wolves because it just shows that you should not judge too much from these uh, pre-season results or individual performances. No, and um, we're not sure when this podcast going out, but we had a sit-down with uh, Rodri in yeah. Shanghai. Really interesting, intelligent guy mm. who's excited to be here. And he you can see how he is going to fit into that team, playing that Fernandinho role, especially when Guardiola um, told us that possibly Fernandinho can start playing at centre-back. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the transfer market's still open and um, Guardiola said that they are looking at a few centre-backs. They're sort of widening the net. Harry Maguire is obviously the the big, the big target, but City just won't meet Leicester's valuation. So, centre-back looks a bit light at the minute. Um, obviously Vincent Company's left so there's Amirit Laporte and John Stones who Laporte you would think is starting in every game but Stones was out of favour at the end of last season there's Nicholas Otamendi who's not here because he's been at the Copper America so doubts over whether he will stay or not but if if he decides to go um, you'd really think City would need to get someone in because Fernandinho even if he even if Otamendi stays for another season the transfer ban well, yeah. is looming over the club Yeah, we're not saying it's going to happen it might, it might not but you have to plan for but it if City gets slapped with a transfer ban next season yeah. and Otamendi leaves at the leaves at the end of next season yeah. you've got Laporte and John Stones Fernandinho you're not going to be he's not going to be playing no. regularly at centre back no so yeah, it's very thin. It's very thin on the ground. Yeah, I mean they do have a few young players 
at that level. Well, Howard um, Bellis Howard is Bellis really is, young, yeah. but he he is, has impressed in both the games. Yeah, but you, you know you want you want to count on those as as not. one of your four. You, no, you want them as you want, sort them, of you want them in the squad. Yeah, but one of your options week in week out at this moment in time probably not. Yeah, yeah, but um, slightly ahead, I think. Uh, Rodri will kind of will show I think he'll prove to be a very good signing um, because I think he's already shown that he can shuttle in front of that defence and, and protect them Yeah. and Fernandinho obviously still has a big role to play and might even get in the team ahead of Rodri at times but um, but it certainly looks like the defence will be covered, they just need to make sure that the defence itself is uh, Strong is strong enough. enough and time will tell how many weeks left what date are we on we've gone from not knowing what day it is to not knowing what date it is it's going well <laughs> yes. delirium well, has, delirium has set in the second week of the tour we've been away now for eight days something like that yes and who knows but ha- we've got a couple of weeks left three weeks left maybe of the transfer window 8th of August yes yeah so it'll be interesting to see if City do anything but um Moving on, let's talk about Guardiola because he didn't do his first press conference. No. Much to the disappointment of some people. <laughs> Everybody travelled out to cover it. Yeah, who was here. Uh, um, and then it, sin- and then in his second pre-match press conference, he spoke about how the team had incredible jet lag and he just didn't seem very happy to be here. And one Chinese journalist asked him, are you happy to be here in China? His reply was, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. He it, didn't scream of happiness in that press conference. No, no. Well, there was a really gentle question put up to him that said, you know, this was after the first game, so after the young players had played well and and... It was put to him, you know, you always get young players coming through on these tours, so how uh, how happy are you about that and which ones you see coming through? And, um, Brutal reply. It, it was incredibly said, well, you know, it's great that they're playing, but they're only playing because we've got incredible jet lag and we can't sleep and we can't train and we can't do this. And, and there's no one else here to play. Yeah. Because competitions <laughs> mean we couldn't bring the rest of the first team that we wanted to bring so we've had to bring these kids instead. It's not what the, not that's not what they're going to want to hear, is it? No, no, no. And I think there will be a few unflattering reports from the Chinese media about uh, City's time there. But they did kind of unwind a bit as the week went on. We can't forget that it was frantic start with the plane being delayed twice, um, and then there's a Premier League competition, so you have a lot of sort of hoops to jump through with that and they were obviously very keen for City to to be at the forefront of the competition because they're the you know the, the champions of the whole thing and um and then they were whisked off to Nanjing straight away for for a game and that had its had its complications but they they kind of unwound a bit um as the week went on Guardiola was a lot cheer- I mean he wasn't angry in that press conference was he yeah. he was just making his point um, but you know, it, it immediately after that press conference, he left and saw sort of the the British journalists and and stopped to say hello and and was very friendly and 
he's um, yeah by the end of the second game he was really chirpy wasn't he he's looking forward to his sushi and sashimi in Japan that's why <laughs> China was coming to an end <laughs> not saying that's why he was happy but no no but he was very um, yeah he, he was very relaxed and, and happy and if you looked at the two the two games you'd probably see why because you know well, especially in the first half yeah. he's not happy with obviously he's not going to be perfectly happy with it yeah. but bear in mind he's come out and he said his team have not slept his team have not trained his team have incredible jet lag and then yeah. they put that performance in in the first 45 minutes against Wolves yeah it's, it's funny because you know normally in the Premier League they win like 6-0 every week and we all go into the press conference afterwards and say that was pretty good then Pep and he says oh no 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 we need to improve and uh, and they lost this Asia Trophy final to to Wolves on penalties. And no, all. the penalty shootout is not worth watching. No, it's absolutely no. dreadful. Um, but the first question is like, you know, did you plan for penalties? What were you doing? And he's he sort of knocks it back and says, "Oh, we we're, we're going to have to practice penalties to get better." And well, they uh, are Raheem Sterling. Yeah, blazed yeah. one over the bar in the game, didn't he? Yeah, um, and you know he's asked about the. The possible consequences in the Premier League for losing this game, and he sort of he, no disrespect to the person that asked that. No, question, no, but but you could see a little smile on his face as uh, as it was asked because it was just he's not used to being the the positive one in press conferences and and not used to getting such questions. But yeah, I think plenty of plenty of positives from those two games and like you say that first half against Wolves was was the one any any sort of losers from the tour from the first week or not I think the big thing is kind of Leroy Sane's situation still dragging on isn't it He's been, he has impressed though hasn't he he's looked sprightly should sprightly we call it? yeah I, yeah I thought he, he didn't play well against Wolves no he played but, I uh, thought he he played the second forty-five against West Ham. Yeah, and, looked very um, good. He yeah, did look yeah, very good. Yeah, but and also effort is what we're not kind of used to seeing from Leroy in summer because that's usually when he falls out with Guardiola and gets out of the team. For... Well, we were observed training very closely in Nanjing, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and couldn't say anything negative about the effort. No, while we were there. No, no, no. He, Guardiola um... was involved. Yes, but the foot maybe possibly the funniest bit of the um, training session, which we should have put in our behind the scenes piece, which is going out today, was when Kyle Walker <laughs> took out Arteta, who went rolling across the floor. Yeah, it must be really strange because you, I don't know, being a professional footballer is strange, isn't it? But like when your coaches say oh yeah we're joining in today like what do you do do you go easy on them all? oh absolutely nailed him didn't you? <laughs> Kyle Walker just went straight through Arteta it was uh, no mercy at all but Guardiola himself wasn't too happy with his own passing game was he no apologising to John Stones yeah 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 and interesting that sort of Guardiola was at one end as the the starter of all the moves and uh, John Stones was at the other so it kind of reinforces how Stones is still seen as that builder of play um, and then of course in the Wolves game it was Laporte's ball over the top that Sane won a penalty uh, that Sterling missed so um, City will still be playing out from the back a lot just because it's it's what they do isn't it um, but yeah I mean Sane still hasn't signed a contract still hasn't 
said he's off to Bayern, still hasn't said he's staying at City. And Something just needs to happen with that because we asked Guardiola about it and you could have read into his answer, the start of his answer in two different ways. Mm. Because he yeah. replied saying, the question was, are you confident... Oh, Lee Rossano played well. Are you confident that he's going to be here next season? He replied, yes. Well, that could be, yes, he played well, <laughs> or yes, I'm confident he's going to be here. Because then he did go on to say, the club only want players here that are happy to be here. Yeah. So, bit of a warning to him, if you don't want to be here, we're not going to stand in your way, but we want you to stay. But like you say, the speculation just needs to end. He needs sign a new deal ideally if he's yeah, to or just say no to Bayern because they I mean, publicly yeah they keep on uh, chipping away they're not backing down are they no but they're not making a bid either so it, it's um, it's kind of a no win situation for City at the minute because they're not going to come out and, and slaughter Bayern and say stop talking about our player that, as sort of straight as that anyway but um, but Bayern don't seem to care which is a bit like I say they can't win Angelino was another I'm not going to call them losers that's really harsh yeah I, I think what, room, room for improvement we'll say yeah well we it's, we've kind of learned that Benjamin Mendy won't be fit for the start of the season um, he's going to join up with the squad in August but it will need a few weeks, so you're kind of looking at after the first international break before he's fit. So Angelino, who you know City sold last summer, is now in with a shot of being first choice left back at the start of the season. But from what we've seen, it is just in with a shot at the minute. Yeah, and you know, based based on the games and um, and Zinchenko's performance, Alex Zinchenko is the number one, and we we had a quick word with Alex um, the other day, and he's sort of very happy to be to be number one as well um, he that's the way he sees it and that's I think it's his spot to lose and Angelino's to gain um, and Zinchenko is one of the hardest workers in the squad so he's going to be very very hard to to get past him he's, he was uh, telling us that he was putting in extra sessions with Vincent Company um, last season to try and help his, his defensive positioning because obviously he's a number 10 not a left back but the likes of of company have been helping him to to adjust the position. He had quite a heartfelt tale about company, didn't he? He did. He was telling us about. Everyone will have seen the video of company's speech after the FA Cup final, when he said that um, he would be leaving the club, and he said he cried. Mm, yeah. Sad. Company, a big a big mentor for him. Well, you can understand why. Yeah. But I mean, he, he was saying he'll, he'll keep in touch with him and and keep on. So that's that's no bad thing to have. But mentors is some something else that's been spoken about a few times in the last week. Company's gone, as we just reminded everyone, and it's who's going to take the captain's armband. Guardiola was asked about it in his press conference. Basically, said absolutely nothing to do with him. <laughs> he yeah. he doesn't really care because he has his team of leaders in the dressing room, doesn't he? Who he trusts. Yeah. So to him it doesn't matter who is the first choice captain it's a democracy yes it? so it is a decision that will be made by the players but once all the players are back so it's between David Silver and Kevin De Bruyne isn't it yeah yeah I think they're the front runners and it, it's kind of a decision but you know it would be great to give 
David Silva, the armband in his final year at the club. Um, Sentimental reasons, really. Yeah. Not that he's not a good leader. No, I mean, if you, but if you want to have a um, a long a longer term leader, I think De Bruyne is uh, is the clear standout, and I think he'd. I don't think it would affect his game with the the leadership. No, at all. De Bruyne would get my vote, but I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure they're gonna do. Th- I'm not the sure thing. they're gonna do the vote before we finish no. tour and invite us in. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I I go De Bruyne as well, but I don't think anyone would have any complaints if uh, if they gave it to Silver. Well, they they both played 45 minutes in each game, and. David Silva started with the armband in the first game. De Bruyne had it in the second half. Going De Bruyne started with it in the second game. David Silva had it in the second half. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. Yes. Who gets it? Although Guardiola will probably say he doesn't really <laughs> care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know they're both both giving a lot. I mean, we're talking about De Bruyne and Silva. We've not really seen much of uh, Bernardo Silva this tour. No, yet. we haven't yet. Um, and you we saw him in a Puma store. Sermon and Puma so yeah you, you forget that like he was amazing last season and then went on and won the uh, the best player award at the Nations League finals so he uh, when he gets going that's going to be it's exciting uh, times though isn't yeah, it yeah 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 well like we were saying with De Bruyne's back now so City looked incredible against Wolves and Bernardo wasn't really doing much so no but when in the game against West Ham when they made four changes at half time. Yeah. You got Sane, Sane on the left, Raheem Sterling played through the middle, scored two goals, and Bernardo on the on yeah. the right. Yeah. The link up play with De Bruyne behind them <coughs> was impressive. If that's your attacking unit yeah. with Rodri behind. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting times ahead for City Seems. again. Yeah. But they're gonna they Sterling might have to play more regularly through the middle because it's going to be interesting to see what happens. They're not in the market for a striker. You've got Aguero and Jesus. Yeah, well, he, he looked really good against West Ham. Um, very, very good through the middle. It's just he, He's just on the ball now, and you think he's, you're not going to get the ball off him and he's not going to miss. Um, and, and he scored he two goals, and he started like that against Wolves, the, the couple of runs in the box, and he was, he was sort of... Yeah, like he was playing his own game in the park or something, uh, and then he stepped up to take a penalty and blazed it over the bar. Yeah, he said in summer that he wants to take penalties, wants to take over penalty duties because he wants to beat Jesus and Aguero to be the top scorer. But I don't think well, he's going to have to get a best audition. Yes, but to be fair to them, they've missed them as well, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, Mara's as well. Yeah, so, Anfield. So there is no standout candidate. I was going to say Gundogan. I think Gundogan's got the best record. Um and then he took the first one in the shootout and missed so it's uh, Gundogan missed then Silva missed Danilo scored and then Nemecha yeah unfortunate yeah but <clears throat> I don't yeah who cares who cares eh what about who takes the penalties now about them losing the penalty shootout oh yeah I don't it, think it does mean the, the quintuple the sextuple something like that they've uh that is one trophy they will not be able to take on the bus next season. We just were quite happy for the game to be over quick, <laughs> <laughs> quickly as conditions in the stadium were best <clears throat> described as very, very sweaty. Yes, and uh, the common 
common refrain from the press box after about 85 minutes was is there extra time because you, you're never too sure with these uh, friendly tournaments what what goes on I, don't, I think Guardiola's mood might have darkened if there had been extra time it was an interesting setup in the press box as well wasn't it because <laughs> the seats were so far away from the desk that you couldn't actually reach your laptop yes. so some unnamed person spent the game sat on the floor yeah well what you've got to do to innovation I'd call it yes for the uh, for the job to cover City so Anything that was goes. the last game in China Bang. and we've successfully made it to Hong Kong although if people have been keeping up with the news it's not the best time to be in Hong Kong various protests are ongoing yeah yeah I mean we passed a few a few protests uh, on on the way from from the airport and the uh, yeah they were all peaceful so nothing uh, nothing for anyone to worry about nothing for anyone to worry about now but uh, yeah it's uh, obviously an interesting time for for Hong Kong and it's it's making the news sort of all around the world at the minute so we'll have to see how how this football match fits around that but um, City will be playing uh, Kitchy Sports Club um, and it will be I mean I don't really know I've not watched too many Kitchy games I have to say you do surprise me and uh, but you know Wolves was a, a big test probably the toughest opponent City have had in pre-season but this showed with uh, the West Ham game they experimented a bit and the Wolves game they experimented a bit with positions so I think this game we're going to see it's going to be a chance for Guardiola to really sort of think outside the box and and go a bit crazy with his, his thinking to see what works and what doesn't yeah but also they've got this game and one more game yeah. before Liverpool mm-hmm. so you'd like to think that he's getting to us to a point where he knows who's going to start that game and be interesting to see if he starts starting the, that 11 yeah yeah I'm not saying from the start he could do it in the second half in the game on Wednesday and see what happens but it's definitely going to be another um, hot occasion as it feels it feels like 37 over here yes. with about 90% humidity <laughs> so there's not much air knocking around but it's a good test for them to raise their fitness levels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you know, you're never going to have the perfect pre-season, I don't think, um, because there's always going to be other factors involved that that the club want to do. So China has been challenging for the players, and Hong Kong will be will be challenging. It won't be easy to play in that condition. But I mean, not just City, but all the all the players that have uh, been asked about the conditions have just kind of said. Yeah, it's hot. Deal with it. Not much you can do. No. Deal with it. Yeah. We're dealing with it, aren't we? Yes. As we sit in yeah. a... With varying con- degrees of success. Sit in an air-conditioned hotel room. I think that'll do for today, Simon. Yes, I think it will. So um, we will be... There will be another um, press conference and more chats with players and a game. And then... In training. We will catch up again after the uh, the kitschy game hopefully and we'll have made it to Japan before the yes before the last the last leg of the tour 
So thanks for listening. As always, you can sign up and subscribe to our podcast and we will be back after City's next game against Kitchi.